0: ahead and give Jesus praise let's go ahead and put our hands together yes let's do it better unto the Lord somebody celebrate Jesus let's celebrate Jesus with a mighty clap raise your voice and shout a big hallelujah hallelujah Are you here this morning? You want to praise the Lord, even with a clap, and shout a big hallelujah. Amen and amen. Can you lift up your hands and just thank the Lord for one minute? Lift up your voice and thank Him for the privilege, for the opportunity to be in his presence. Lift up your voice and thank him this morning. Yes, thank him. Somebody lift up your voice and thank him. Your thanksgiving matters. Lift up your voice and thank him. Somebody say thank you to him. Say thank you to the Lord. Lift up your voice. Can I hear somebody open your mouth and thank him? Open your mouth and thank him. Thank you, Lord. Kabada bada 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 Lebaro sande kapalero bagadas. Mekona bada bada Ah bada. A yapa shanda kabada da 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 da. Leke de bara da da bada bada bada. Le maro sanda bada da 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 da. Makada ba ya da 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 da. In the name of Jesus. Zechariah chapter four verse six says, "Not by might, not by power." but by my spirit. This morning, I want you to pray The Lord, anoint me for your work. You didn't say amen. Amen. You want to say Lord, anoint me for your kingdom. In anything I do that will bring glory to the kingdom, give me the grace for it in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and talk to God in one minute. Yes. Are you praying? Lift up your voice and pray. Oh Jesus kabada da 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 le shanda kabada da 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 Mayo shanda pada da 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 hey barosha me kodibara da 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 a shanda kabahandiya leke de barada da da in the name of jesus let your spirit come upon us in the name of Jesus. Hey da 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 da, shanda kapalada da da da, de da da, ya ba shanda kapalada da 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 Leke de paradada da 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 da, de da, makosha li sunta sunda kapaliada, lake de da da da, in the name of Jesus two quick prayers lift up your hands you are asking god oh, lord make me useful in your hands make me a useful tool in your hands you see when you are useful to god there is a way he protects you and there is a way he blesses you so you want to ask god i god i want to be useful for your kingdom and for your work i want to be useful for my generation lift up your hand and say Lord Lord. come on shout it louder say Lord Lord. this morning morning. let grace come upon my life life. make me useful useful to your kingdom kingdom. make me useful useful to your work work. and to to this generation in the name of Jesus lift up your voice and pray yes no matter your age you can still be useful to God Hey, Please pray to God. I want to be useful. Lord, I want to be a useful person. You can still be useful to God. Lift up your voice and pray. In the name of Jesus. Yes. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Lift up your hands. Psalm 34 verse 5 says, They looked unto him, and they were lightened, and their faces were not ashamed. You are going to pray this prayer: "The Lord, as I look up unto you, may your favor cause my face to shine, and may shame be permanently dislocated from my family." Lift up your hands and say, "My Father, in the name of Jesus." Come on, say it. Well, say in the name of Jesus. As I look up to you. Oh Lord. Make me shine. Let shame. Be out of my life. Out of my family. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray right now. Yes. They looked unto him. And they were lightened. They looked unto him and they were lighted. Lighten our lives. Bring light to my life. Hey, yada, da, 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 da. Let shame be out of our lives. Let shame be out of our families. Anything that brings shame, it will never come near our dwelling. It will never come near our dwelling. Our children will not bring shame our families will not bring shame financially we will not bring shame in the name of jesus we shall not be put to shame yes you shall not be ashamed lift up your voice and pray anything that threatens our lives we declare in the name of jesus we shall not be ashamed as we look up to jehovah we shall not be ashamed as we look up to god We shall not be ashamed. Yes, we shall not be ashamed. Open your mouth and pray in the name of Jesus Christ. If it's possible, I said it was the last prayer, but if it's possible to hold the hand of the person standing next, you hold the person's hand. We are praying for any church member who is going through any difficulty, sickness, financial challenges. There are some whose parents are sick. We are praying that whatever the problem is let the miracle hand of God reach out and touch his people in the name of Jesus Christ open your mouth and pray in the name of Jesus Christ yes lift up your voice in prayer yes lift up your voice in prayer by the power of the Holy Ghost yes in the name of Jesus by the power of the holy ghost yes somebody pray one minute more lift up your voice and pray anybody sick amongst us lord bring healing anyone going through financial challenges going through marital problems academic problems In the name of Jesus, make a way, Lord. Make a way, Lord. Make a way, Lord. Your healing power. Your healing power. Your deliverance. In the name of Jesus, let it break. Let it break. Let it break. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you. That you are making a way where there is no way. That in accordance to your divine purpose. Every single one of your people shall be useful in this generation before you call us home. Anything that seeks to make your people useless in life, today we come by the blood of Jesus. And we cancel it in Jesus' name. We declare, arise, O God, and show forth your glory and your power. This morning, speak to us, let us never live the same again. In Jesus' name, and let the church say, Amen. Amen. Come on, clap your hands and say a better amen. Ah, I say clap your hands and shout a better amen. Look at your neighbor and tell the person, you are very useful. You are very useful. Yes, tell the person, you are very useful. Yes, you are very useful. Yes, are very useful. Hallelujah. Lift up your Bible and say with me, say this is okay lift up your Bible yes today I see some people holding Bibles Hi. say this is my Bible it is the word of God I believe what it says I am I can do what it says I can do I am not a hearer only I am a doer of the word wave your Bible and shout a big amen hallelujah. Please be seated and we'll get straight into the word. Archbishop is out of the country. We're, we're chatting this morning and then he sent me, the last message he sent was that tell the church I said hello. Uh, and he said make sure you tell them. So Papa if you are watching us I've told them. <laughs> amen and amen. But this morning, we are going to continue from where we ended last week. We we have been talking about home sales. Last week, we talked about the fact that God's plan for his church is that we meet both in public and also at homes. So, that is the plan of God. God has planned it in such a way that Our meeting must be in two places. In public and also at home. And that was our major emphasis last Sunday. After Moses killed somebody in Egypt, he ran away. Long story short, he ended up in the house of Jethro, married one of his daughters. Later on, he had an encounter. He had to go back to Egypt. He delivered the people of Israel. And then they had to make a journey in the wilderness for 40 years. And in the course of the journey, it is said that Jethro visited with Moses. And when he visited, here was Moses, his former employee, who is now a leader of so many people. It is believed that the number of the Israelites were between um, 2.5 million to 3 million people. That was a whole nation that was in a journey. Amen. And when Jethro visited with Moses, what Moses would do is that from morning till evening, Moses would sit down and he would be hearing disputes among the people. You say somebody will come and come and say that you see this lady, she took my apunching, and she doesn't want to pay me back. And then Moses will judge the matter. And then they will go another one will come and say this one has taken my docker. docker." I want my doctor, doctor back. Then Moses will judge the matter. This one will say, your child beat my child. And that was what Moses was doing. And so in Exodus chapter 18 from verse 17, the Bible says, And Moses' father-in-law said unto him, This thing that thou doest is not good. Thou will surely wear away. Both you and this people that is with you. And this thing is too heavy for you. Thou art not able to perform it thyself alone. You can't do this work alone. Verse 19. Hearken now unto my voice. And I will give thee counsel. And God shall be with thee. Be it thou for the people to Godward. Lead them to God. That thou mayest bring the causes unto unto god so you bring their cases to god verse 20 and thou shalt teach them ordinances and laws and thou shalt show them the way wherein they must walk and the work that they must do moreover thou shalt provide out of all these people able men such as fear god men of truth hating covetousness and place them, and place such over them, to be rulers of thousands, rulers of hundreds, and rulers of fifties, and rulers of tens. And let them judge the people at all seasons. And it shall be that every great matter they shall bring unto thee, but every small matter they shall judge. So shall it be easier for thyself, and they shall bear the burden with thee. If thou do this thing and God command thee so, or if God allows, then thou shalt be able to endure. And all these people shall also go to their place in peace. So Moses hearkened unto the voice of his father-in-law and did all that he has said. May God add his blessings and the church will say amen. Alright, so we see that Jethro, from his observation, decided to counsel Moses and said that, Moses, you can't take care of 2 million people, 3 million people. It's not possible. So what you should do is that group the people in thousands. Group them in hundreds. Group them in fifties and in tens. So within that hierarchy, anytime they have a problem, because you have given leaders over ten, fifteen, hundred, thousands, whenever they have a problem, they should go to their leaders and let them deal with the matters. And what he said was that you cannot do this work alone. If you try it, you will wear out. So you see, right from the beginning, God instituted a way by which his people should be taken care of. If you are here with me, say amen. amen. Now, in the same way in this New Testament, without the cell and without group leadership and breaking into smaller groups, most pastors would have died before their time. Most pastors would die because the people and everybody has a challenge, and everybody who has a challenge deserves to be heard. Everybody deserves to be heard. Everybody deserves an attention. But it is not possible for one pastor to give attention to all the people. Is it possible? Come on talk to me church is it possible it is not possible so what we are doing and what we are going to do the more in this church is that we are going to have this thing where people are going to be made leaders of ourselves we already have cell leaders but we are going to have more cell leaders and these cell leaders are going to share the burden of the pastor with him so that no matter the corner in which you are in accra Even if it is at 1 a.m., you will get somebody to be there for you. Oh, if you are clapping your hands, clap it well. And I want to encourage you, some of you must volunteer yourself to be leaders. Some of you must volunteer. And listen, don't let anybody intimidate you that, oh, why do you want to give yourself up and say, make me a leader? No. In 1 Timothy chapter 3, it says that this is a good thing. If a man desires the office of a bishop, he has desired a good work. So if you have a desire that God should use you, you have not desired a bad thing. If you have a desire that God, I want to be available, I want to be be available for your use in your kingdom, you have desired a good thing. Amen? So some of you, you must volunteer yourself, you must allow yourself, you must give yourself up. And say, resident pastor, please, I want to be a cell leader. How do I become a leader? And God will be with you. Amen? And there are people who also appoint to become cell leaders. But all these people will mean nothing if, as a church, we don't give them the support and recognize them as representatives of the pastor. So, you can appoint somebody. Somebody can be made a leader. But we have to accept the person and recognize the person as a representative of the pastor. If somebody understands what I'm talking about. Can you imagine, I came to Zoeland, and the people said, no, we won't recognize you as a representative of the Archbishop. How, how would that have been? It wouldn't be good. Are, are you understanding what I'm talking about? And so, you two, in your community, there is going to be another bishop right in your community very soon. Ah... Uh, I said in your community, there is not going to be another bishop in your community. Yeah. And we must be willing to accept such people and work with them. And we will see how God, by his grace, will bless us, increase us, and there will be people. You, you now you will see the blessings of God overflowing in your life. If you are here with me, clap your hands and say amen. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 10. The Bible says that we must, speak this, we must say the same thing or we must speak the same thing. That there should not be divisions amongst us. One of the reasons why a lot of, you know, cell groups split and stuff and people, groupings don't do well. is because sometimes people don't say the same thing. But if we are saying the same thing, like a church, we are unified. We say we are doing this and all of us, our heart is in it that we are going to do it. Trust me, even if Satan himself descends and comes down, he can't fight us. Because we are united and it shall come to pass. I see that very soon, even a group of five people, the group of ten people, that home cell, will come upon each and every member of that cell. If you are here with me, lift up your hand and shout a big amen. So, when we say a home cell, what does it mean? There are many definitions, but we want to work with this definition of a home cell. It is a gathering together of four to twelve members. It is a gathering together of four to twelve members in a specific church, or of a specific church. Let me take that again. It is a gathering together of four to 12 members of a specific church who are committed to the functions of the local church who meet weekly in homes for the purposes of soul winning edification or bible study fellowship breaking bread prayer and care so that is what a cell is it is so when we say a home cell it means that it is a minimum of four people meeting together or to the maximum of 12. beyond that number the cell must break or must divide and form another one is that okay so four people in a community coming from one local church zoeland is a cell meeting in a home of somebody for the purposes of all the things we have talked about amen so the gathering it's outside the main service last week we said that we meet publicly and privately so in this case this four minimum of four people are going to gather outside of the main outside of this auditorium they are going to gather either in Dansoman, latabi okoshi um La pass swan lake Eh? Malam. Where else? Russia. Eh? Who said Bukum? Eh? Bukum. Chok-o. That is a cell. Amen. And take note, it is people from a specific church. So it is not Frefrakobo. This one is from Zion Jesus Angels Church. Another one is from Perez Chapel, Zueland. Another one is from um, something-something, Awoyo Disco Church. and No, that is not a cell. A cell is a people from a specific local church. Is somebody understanding what I'm talking about? All right. Now, in the past, what we've been having is something... Okay, I'll I'll get to that place later. The next thing is that the home cell must gather weekly the home cell must gather or they must meet weekly. Not monthly. They must meet weekly. Because it is a church. It is a church. And then, when they meet, they must evangelize. They must fellowship together. They must study the Bible and they must care for one another. Amen? You know, some few weeks ago, one of our sisters in this church, who was due to deliver and the hospital needed they needed her to um, donate blood. They needed some blood donation before, you know, the delivery. And they were, were told in the course of the week, I think it was on Monday or thereabout, there is no way we could have met in church on a Sunday, look for people to go and donate blood. And so I spoke to um, the resident pastor, and then the resident pastor called another person, and within the lady's cell, even though it was weekday, people sacrificed. They went to donate blood for her, and our lady has delivered safely. <clears throat> Does somebody understand what I'm talking about? Oh, there are times when people have been in trouble, and all we may have to do is sometimes, if the person belongs to a cell, it is so easy, the care is so easy. All you need to do is call somebody call somebody and then by the time you realize the home cell members are there for the person and they represent the bishop the resident pastor the pastors everything and when they finish and they'll come and tell you that this is what we have done wow what a blessing amen and the home cell must be closely connected to the church so they must be closely connected to the church the home cell is not a separate entity from the church in fact it is it is Zoeland in your house. Tell somebody, the cell is Zoeland in your house. No, tell the person again. Say, the cell is Zoeland in your house. Yeah. So it is a church. It is the church. It is Perez Chapel Zoeland. That we have extended to your home. So it is not like, oh, that is your own. there. No. So in a home cell, you don't go and invite visiting speakers somebody say amen Amen. oh i didn't hear somebody say amen Amen. oh this is our cell so we are going to invite a certain bishop bishop (laughs) or and then we are going to invite (laughs) prophets no it is an extension of the church amen and they have functions in the neighborhood and in the church. So the church, the home cell, has a function to perform in the church and also in the community. In the community, in fact, and we are going to drill down to this one of these days and look at how we can take our communities. We are supposed to spread the gospel to every corner. Is that correct? Talk to me, church. Is that correct? And if we are going to spread the gospel to every corner, then one of the things I'm going to teach one of these days is how to take your community. And some of you, when you learn that thing, you can apply it to your business. You can apply it to your shop. You will take your community still. Yeah. <laughs> Amen? So, note this, the following. Number one, all sales are small groups. All home sales are small groups. Number two, not every home sale or not every small group is a home sale. Sorry. No, even though all home sales are small groups, not every small group is a home sale. Please, do you understand that? All right, let me explain. So, every home sale is a minimum of four people and a maximum of 12 people. Do we understand that? So every home sale is a small group. But not every small group is a home sale. Because sometimes it looks like a home sale, but it is not. If you have people from different, different churches, and I was listening to a certain training bishop in Tepo did, and they go for soul winning. Let's say we are five people, all of us come from different churches, and we go for soul winning. And then we win one soul. The soul we want. Which that church does it belong to? Which church would that soul go to? Huh? It won't go anywhere. <laughs> Are you understanding what I'm talking about? And then the fact that people meet together to study the Bible, it can be classified as a Bible study group, not a home cell. When it comes to a home cell, you must understand that it is a part of a particular local church. The home cell comes from a particular local church. That is when it is a home cell. So the fact that it is a small group and we are studying the Bible does not mean it is a home sale. It only becomes a home sale if it has the qualities we are talking about. It is from a particular local church. So from today, anybody who joins your home sale, let the person understand that this is Perez Chapel. And this is not just Perez Chapel. It is not Perez Chapel, Mamprobi branch. It is not Perez Chapel, um, Soman branch. It is not Perez Chapel Odokor branch. It is not Perez Chapel Begwenshi branch. It is Perez Chapel Mataiko branch. Are you understanding what I'm talking about? And I like something the Archbishop said. He said, if any, even, even Perez Chapel, if any branch wants souls, they should go out and win souls. And so, we are also getting to that point where we are winning souls, and because we want the soul, God wants us to take care of them. So, every soul we win, they must belong to Perez Chapel, mataeko branch. Is somebody understanding what I'm talking about? Th- there is something some of our brothers have been doing, and it's so amazing. After church service, either after first service or before first service, they will take their cars, go to some of the communities, and pick some of the souls they've won and bring them to church. And we are going to extend it. Some of you, you drive alone and you come to church in the morning very soon, when you are coming to church, your car will be like a trot There will be people in your car. Oh, oh. I said there must be people in your car. Tell somebody, that is the reason why God gave you the car. Huh? And tell the person, that is the reason why God will give you more cars. Yeah. Or you don't agree with me. Or God should not give you more cars. Lift up your hand and say, God bless me with more. Amen. Amen? So that we can catch people. You know, there are times when people say, oh, I, didn't, I didn't come to church because I didn't have transport. It is an indictment on us that one of us couldn't come for fellowship because the person didn't have transport. If the person was in a home cell, even if we both don't have cars, one person will pay for the other. And if one person has a car, don't even need to know whether you have money or not a car must pick you to church and send you back home because we live in the same community if you are here with me clap your hands and say a big amen number four a cell is not the same as a home study bible group okay so i've mentioned this already amen number five the cell must embark on continuous intentional winning of souls every home cell must embark on a continuous intentional winning of souls you see there is a purpose for which god creates everything the church exists to do one thing our main objective as a church the wind source anything outside this is a deviation is somebody understanding what i'm talking about come on talk to me Is, is somebody here with me this morning if you're here with me wave your hand and say i'm here one of our main objectives or our main objectives in fact the reason why jesus came was to save sinners we are supposed to follow in what jesus came to start and that is to do what make sure that we win souls so if we are a church and all we do is to meet sing study the Bible clap our hands break bread go home rejoice come back the next day we are not fulfilling God's agenda for us God's agenda for the church is that the church must win souls the devil is winning souls every day taking many people to hell you and I have been appointed by God to make sure that we keep the devil on the backside of wherever he belongs so that souls that were supposed to go to hell are rather coming into the kingdom of God. And I pray in the name of Jesus, may the grace to win souls come upon us all. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I will win souls. So as a cell, and you know what we are going to do? In the next, after we've run the cell, we are still working things out. One of the things that is going to happen is that every cell, every week, would we have to evangelize. And every week, every cell must bring at least one soul. Not everybody. The whole cell. So if you have four people in a cell, if you have five people, six people, ten people in a cell, all that is required of the whole cell is to bring one person. Is it too difficult? Oh, come on, talk to me. Is it too difficult? And that reminds me, in exactly a month from now, that is the first Sunday in October, we are going to have our family and friend service. Have you started inviting your your, your somebody already? Oh, if you have not started, tell somebody invite invite your somebody. huh yeah. Target a soul. One month notice that October first Sunday in October. Me person me no sorry. Target somebody who doesn't go to church, and uh, don't go and target somebody who is a committed christian somewhere target somebody who doesn't go to any church walking around in the community and tell the person can we go to church together ah is that Hi, i see you <laughs> awesome amen but target somebody who doesn't go to any church and tell the person oh that on the first sunday of october we are going to church Give the person one man notice. Ask the person, Do you have a dress to wear? Do you know why you're asking the person? Just in case the person will give you that excuse on that day that, oh, not me near. If the person say no, go and look for a dress for the person. So ask the person, Do you have shoe? If the person say no, get a shoe for the person. If the person say, I, I, I need to go to the barber, tell the person, Miyam, you ti Amen. But there shouldn't be any excuse but our purpose is to embark on continuous winning of souls number six every cell must undertake this outrage like i said once every week we must undertake this outrage we must go out we must step out win a soul hear me there is nothing so fulfilling like winning a soul those of you have won a soul before have you ever had that feeling before there is nothing to compare to it when You lead somebody to Christ or you bring somebody to church and the person gives their life to Christ and you see the person doing well. Wow, what a joy. That is why the Bible says that the whole of heaven rejoices when one soul is one. Thank God for everything he does for us. Thank God for your new car. Thank God for your new building. Thank God for your new job. We rejoice in it, but none of these things makes the angels in heaven rejoice. The only thing that makes the angels in heaven rejoice is when one soul is one. May you send joy to heaven in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Number eight. The cell must be a soul winning enterprise. That is the main objective. So those of you who are selling this and are going to be selling this, don't let any other thing distract you. Our main objective is souls. Souls. Souls, amen. Souls, and number nine, the home cell is the main activity of the church. Not the home. You see, the home cell. In the past, we've treated it like a department. In this church, that's how we, in the past we've done it. It's like, oh, those who can join. It's like, oh, some people will even say that that is my department. It is not a department. The home cell is for everybody. Hmm? Tell the person sitting next to you that the home cell is for you ask the person the you Understand what I'm saying? Yeah. The home cell. It is not a department. It is not a department. It is for everybody. And then the last thing I want to say on that is that the cell must be the backbone of the church, and all other things must be around it. The cell must be the backbone of the church. That is the only way. You know. Sometimes I disturb Reverend Pani a lot sometimes i'll be there so especially when i'm in and then i'll remember ah, i've not seen this face in a while so I, I either send him a message or call him i said i've not seen this person for some time now i've not seen this person for two weeks there's a lady i called you the other day you know last three weeks ago i wasn't around but last two weeks i came to church so i asked him i said ah, when i came to church last sunday i didn't see this particular face he said oh i said no they, she so she checked and said no, no no it's true what you're saying is true. You see, sometimes when i stand here <laughs> I scan everything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are some of you, there are some of you I call sometimes and I said, I didn't see you on a particular day. How many of you have had done that to uh, yeah, Quite a number of you. And then, when I say, sometimes people ask, ah, but how did you know, how did you know I wasn't in church? Ah, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Because I may not have spoken to you in one month. But when you are here, I know you are here, and when you are not here, I know you are not here. So those of you come to church once a month, I know your record. In fact, I have a register in my mind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so don't come to church once in a month, amen. But the home cell is a unit where we are able to account for every single member of the church. Somebody is sick, we know it. Somebody is doing something. We know it. Somebody is bereaved. We know it. Somebody is traveling. We know it. Somebody is what you know it because it takes. It is like a family unit. It is a family. It's a. It's a church in the community. Just a few people, so everybody knows what happens to everybody. And it shouldn't be that it has to take the bishop or the resident pastor to find out where somebody is, even before it happens. The home cell leader already knows because oh maybe I'm trying to. Um, tajahu um, or uh, <laughs> I'm trying to. Uh, that's my father, my, wife, my 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 Ilos their their uh, hometown. Is it a hometown or a country? But uh, that's where they come from. No, but you know, Vota is a republic. Yeah, it's a whole regime, voter regime. <laughs> you know, but. Because I have people around me, oh, I've told my cell leader that, that I'm going somewhere. So it can never be that I'm just missing in action for one month and nobody knows where I am. Those things must be a thing of the past. Can I hear somebody say a better amen? Yeah. Are, you, are you together this Are we together this morning? Yeah. Right. Because, look, sometimes, eh, the worst thing that can happen to a person is to be in a group and feel like you are not important. be in a church and feel like you're not important trust me you are very important but you must also make it easy for the church to show to you how important you are to the church if you isolate yourself it becomes very difficult there are some people they don't belong to anything they don't want to be part of anything you know Sometimes, one of the prayers every pastor prays for his members is that, Lord, bless every one of my members. Lord, touch them or protect them, whatever. So, you just say members. But there are some people, the pastor mentions their name. You know why? Because they are either close to whatever is being done or something. It will be very, very strange sometimes for God to speak to me about a face I've not seen before. Is somebody understanding what I'm talking about? And so, you must make it easy for the church to be able to show you care, attention, and everything that you deserve as a member of a church. If you don't make it possible, the church can't. It becomes impossible. Let's go over the mission of the cell system again, or the home cell system again. Let's go over our mission again. So, edification. That is to know god and it comes through the study of the word in the home cell we don't preach we don't teach we study together we discuss it is the only place where you can ask a question that ah this thing that was said in church today i don't understand it and then it can be discussed and then you get your answer whilst i'm preaching right now it will look so odd if you raise your hand and then you say i want to ask a question the first time I ever had that experience was somewhere in Germany. I, 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 was, I was preaching. You know, then I said something. Then a white lady was sitting in the church and then she raised her hand. I ignored her the first time. Then she raised her hand. So uh, You know, but it is not a normal thing that in the course of preaching. But in the home cell... It is structure to give edification and also to break down the word of God for us. And the next thing is that fellowship to know one another. Fellowship to know one another. Some of you, the places where you take consolation. There is no consolation from that place. Some of you, God is trying very hard to bring you out of certain friends and give you Christian friends. Hmm? So allow yourself for this kind of Fellowship. You say oh but the church people now they are not perfect it's true one of the reasons why we are not perfect is because of you because you are also not perfect but at least we have the spirit of christ in us that when we go wrong there is something in us that makes us reconcile with one another at least we are trying to make it to heaven is that correct yeah and this is a better fellowship than fellowshipping with people who you don't know what their main motives and intentions in life are the next thing is that so winning to help others to know Jesus. Our mission, number three. Soul winning, like I mentioned earlier, so that others will get to know Jesus more. So through the cell system, we help others to also get to know Jesus. Amen? And then we pray. We pray to connect to God and then care. Give care to meet the needs of one another. We care to meet the needs of one another. I remember some time ago in, in Jowlo, where a certain, it was recently I heard that story, when a guy was, was sharing with me about something, and then it came up, and he was telling me that, you know, he had the scholarship to travel outside the country to go and do some course. I think it was master's or something like that. But he didn't have money. And so in the home cell, he raised it as a prayer topic that they should pray with him. And after the home sale somebody in the cell took him to meet somebody and then the person paid for a scholarship <laughs> the component he was supposed to pay you know so without the home sale there are some of you the issues you have i've told you before the issues you have can easily be solved in a home sale sometimes there is this argument in the house your children are doing something and you know especially some of us who are single parents and things like that, you need the bonding of a church. You have children, maybe you're a single mother you're a single father. Sometimes you need a man to call your children, treat them like his children, speak to them like a father will talk to their children. Sometimes, allow God to help you. You know, some, you know one of the reasons why when we come to church, I encourage people to mingle is because there are people here you see a smile on their face in this auditorium trust me what they go through only heaven knows am i speaking somebody's language this morning yeah and your child doesn't want to learn your child is beginning to show certain characters certain behaviors you're a woman a boy growing up becoming a teenager in the home cell, you will see another man there. Who you can tell that please? My son, Nancy, he's behaving some way. Can you please get close and oh, you'll be surprised. Through systems like that, people have found fathers. Through systems like that, people have found mothers. If somebody understand what I'm talking about, There are times when you are going through something. It could even be about a a health condition. Somebody in the cell will tell you that, oh, I've had it before. Maybe do it like this, do it like that, and then everything will be fine. Don't isolate yourself. Tell somebody, don't isolate yourself. Yeah. And you see, don't be deceived by your current condition. You know, there are some people who say that, well, I don't need anybody. Most people who talk like that is because they are young. When the rubber hits the road, you will know that you need somebody. There are some people, oh, me, welfare. Welfare deals. Me, me the other. Yeah. It's true. Today you have a good job. But you see, sometimes, realities happen in life. Sometimes, there are, it is not the money. May God forbid that if you don't need any financial support today, tomorrow you need financial support. But you see, sometimes life goes beyond money. There are times when all you need is for somebody to get a group behind you to say that these are my people. Look. I've told you my story before. We are three siblings. My, I'm the last one. The first one is a lady. The one who we buried this year. The second one is a, a guy. He died some—is it seven years ago? More than seven years ago. About yes, about ten years ago. Yeah, about ten years ago. So out of the three, I'm left alone. I never knew my mother's village. I it's not. I don't know the people there as i stand here now my closest family is the church yeah if i'm going to do something and i need people you you, you oh uh, you call no me i don't have auntie oh no, no forget bono auntie, you you are my mother you are my father if somebody understand what i'm talking about so life goes beyond money so make yourself available A time will come, and that's why you don't have to mistreat people. A time will come when all you need is for people to be around you. You know, today um, is one year since our sister, Lady Aisha, lost the the mother. You know, so we are chopping one year of uh, going to heaven. Amen. Now, but in the course of the funeral, you will see church people. Some were doing ushering. Some were doing this. Some were doing that. Some were doing that. Why were they doing it? Did you pay anybody to do that for you? No, it is simply because we are a family. So somebody feels like I have to be obligated. I feel I, I know I have to be there for you. Tell somebody, don't separate yourself. No, no, no. Catch any panier. Tell the person, don't separate yourself. Listen, if you are not in church for one month and nobody is asking of you, don't blame the church. Sometimes blame yourself. Because what it means is that you are not bonded with any group. You are not bonded with anybody. So sometimes when you are not around, we don't even know you are not around. This month we are talking church matters. So Can I, can I continue? Yeah. And so please don't, uh, you see, isolation is a very, very serious thing. It is proven by security experts that any time somebody is going to be assassinated, you are first of all isolated. Especially, the word assassination is used for prominent people. So, when you are going to be, when, 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 when somebody wants to assassinate you, one of the things they do is isolate you. And it's a biblical principle. You remember David and um, is it Uriah? Um, the man, he took uh, that's Uriah, right? yeah he took him to the battle and he said to joab, he said to his army commander joab he said i put him in the place where the battle is hot and then move away from him nobody killed him but once they isolated themselves from him and you are alone sometimes you are dying alone because you are too isolated please it is church we are not perfect people god is still working on us Sometimes, oh, oh, you think I don't know. In this church, I know there are people here. (laughs) Or or is it not not true? I don't mean you are, but maybe the person sitting next to you can be. You know, but... (laughs) But it's everywhere. The only place where you don't get people is when we go to heaven. And some of you make it easy. Listen. We are going to do the home cell. We will not do it on parks We will do it in people's homes. Some of you, it will be a blessing for the church to come to your home. people don't want the. When they come, I'm I want carpet. They do buy carpet. Oh, me pon So wow, when you're dying, now when you carpet, ah, And listen, for anything you give for the sake of the kingdom. God will always multiply it and give it back to you a hundredfold. Yeah. Come on, shout out, amen louder. Say, I'm call kitchen. Please, when you go to anybody's house for home sale, don't enter their kitchen. Can I hear somebody say amen? say, Don't enter anybody's kitchen. Hmm? Yeah. Don't, uh, yes, bedroom. Then you enter people. You want to enter people's bedroom because we are fine. Oh, instead we are brothers and sisters in Christ. Now, so you are uh, oh, my free. Where fear? Please stop that thing. You don't want fear. You know, some people don't have boundaries. One of the most dangerous people in this life is to have people who don't have boundaries when they are your friends they take everything for granted they think they can because we are friends they can call you 1am No, oh, but you must have boundaries are you understand what i'm talking about yeah you must have in this life any friend you have who doesn't have boundaries is, is your is a danger to you and i i can't stand people like that people who don't have boundaries no there are people once you smile at them hey, you are in trouble because they don't have any boundaries you know they don't have any boundaries i remember one time a certain guy he was my mate in the bible school he came to Jongolo. he wanted to be a pastor in perez chapel not too long ago and then when he came they said oh he has to see administrative bishop so he came and then asked, oh, who is the Administrative oh, bishop ray oh ray oh ray <laughs> Oh, now radio, I'm a small boy. And he came to my office. No, I'm telling you a serious story. He came, he walked into my office and there were people there. He said, Hey, Ray, he said, why a big man? Oh? And I didn't smile. I just looked at him. He doesn't have boundaries. Such a person is a dangerous person. So when you go for home sale, have boundaries. Don't wear and say, waha. What do you mean by fruit juice? Who is fruit juice? unim shop? Malcolm. ShopRite. Go to shop right and go and buy malt and. Uh, am I talking to somebody today? And when we bring the home cell to your house, we are not bringing it so that you feed us. So don't feel obligated like you have to give us food. You have to give us. No. Even water. The home cell can contribute to buy water for our cell meetings. Unless you decide that, oh, I will provide water for you. If not, it shouldn't be your responsibility. Are you, what we need is a place. We do breaking of bread. Yes, the breaking of bread, is thought we don't eat bangku. You know some people, when they're breaking bread, it must really be bread. <laughs> uh, if you're not lucky, you meet people like Dan. And they are breaking bread. You know, they break their fasting with kinki so you can imagine yeah but breaking of bread maybe want to eat some snack together as a cell and things like that you don't you are not you are the host but you are not obligated to provide am i am am i speaking to somebody today it is the responsibility of the cell but you can decide and say that today i want to sponsor it that's fine if you are here with me clap your hands and say amen of the things I mentioned last week is that the cell is a leadership platform. Very, very important. Because God is in the process of raising many, many, many leaders. Out of this church, we are going to have abundant pastors. One day we'll have pastors in all over America, London, everywhere, who came out of Zeweland and they become pastors everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, I thought the young men, I thought you would say amen to that. Yeah. So, you young ladies who are not married, look at some of these young men and marry them. They have a future. Yeah. I said, do what? Marry them. Marry them. Mm. Glory to Jesus. Okay, let me... trying to conclude here. Alright. In f- Second Samuel chapter 6 Second Samuel chapter 6 and verse 11 and 12, we see the story of Obedidom. You know, the ark of God was captured for some time and then later on they went to bring it back and then when they were bringing back the ark the ark the cat stumbled and then the ark almost fell so a priest by name Uzzah touched the ark just to stop it from falling and then he died. When he died King David was afraid to take the ark into the city. So he said let's take the ark into the house of Obedidom. So that as for him there but God surprised them God surprised them when they took the ark into the house of Obedidom, the Bible says that in three months, Obedidom's house was blessed. Because the ark has entered his house. Some Bible scholars say that in three months, all his children gave birth. Some say that in three months, all his seven daughters got, got married. And so many different stories. But whatever it is, he was so blessed that David had to come and say, that give me back the ark. One of the things that God does, sometimes when we want to bless a home, is that he will send an ark into your house. And what is the ark we are talking about? That fellowship in your house, that cell in your house, that is the ark of God coming into your house. And because of that, there are some of you here, as you become jointly connected to this home cell, your blessing will overflow like never before. I didn't like your amen. I said your blessings will overflow like never before. You are going to see the glory of God in a massive way like you have never seen before somebody say a big amen to that and so i want to encourage you i want to encourage you anything you do for god is not a waste volunteer yourself to be a home sale leader we call you then we say that look we see potential we want you to become a home sale leader don't 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 give don't make skirmishes are you understand what i'm saying if there is space in your house if there is space in your house where we can do home sale tell us that look come and use my house if it is your husband you have to cr- cross more because maybe your husband doesn't like the idea oh rob is back ladies do you understand what i mean by rob is back hey, Lady aisha there is your smile there it's like you don't understand what i'm saying eh but if it is your ho- if you need some if it is your wife who doesn't like the idea oh talk to her tell us her, let's let's do it for some time and see you understand it and then encourage her you know Just make sure you convince your partner; it is possible. Are you getting what I am talking about? Yeah. And by the time we start the home cell and the blessings start overflowing, your partner and I will say that, "Look, let's turn the home cell into a complete branch," (laughs) because God blesses, Amen. But this is what we are going to do, and I believe that already you are beginning to see what your place is in the home cell and making it work. I pray. That we shall all win together as we commit ourselves to this listen nobody will be left out we will fulfill the purpose of god for this church we will fulfill the purposes of god for our lives and it is my prayer that as we become more committed to god you will not grow weak you will grow stronger and stronger that as your days so shall your strength be that your needs will be met at every point in time in the name of Jesus Christ. May God bless you. May God favor you. And those of you who are wishing that, I wish I had the house so that the home cell will happen there. I pray in the name of Jesus. If you are even in a kiosk today, a year by this time, may God give you a place of your own in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Receive the grace of God upon your life. Be blessed in everything you do. Lift up your hand and shout a big amen. Give Jesus a mighty clap of praise. Amen. I want you to bow down your head with me. Briefly as we pray. You are here. This morning. You've heard the word of God. And you've heard me say. That our ultimate. Is to make it to heaven. Your sins are not forgiven. You are not sure if you die today you go to heaven. And he said, Bishop, I want God to forgive me my sins. If you are like that, lift up one hand. I'm going to pray with you. You want God to forgive your sins? Anybody here who wants God to forgive your sins? All right. Can we all please rise to our feet? Let's all rise to our feet. Amen. And as we are standing, is there anybody here for the first time today? If you are here for the first time, today is your first time fellowship with us. Wave your hand at me. Let me see here for the first time. Anybody here for the first time today? Wow. It means that we didn't invite anybody to church. Please. Let's do our work well. Amen. But briefly lift up your hands to God and say this after me. Say Lord. Let me say it louder. Say Lord. I ask for grace to be a doer of your word and not a hearer only. From today Bring a change in my life. Let my desires be for you. For your kingdom. And nothing more. In Jesus name. Amen. Give Jesus a mighty clap of praise. And take out